Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, play them viewers in. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast, Bama LSU Tailgate Edition. Sponsored by Coconut Willies and that blue Heisenberg. Go to Zachary, Louisiana <laughs> and visit Coconut Willies and order that Heisenberg. Mention Talking Small Pack Podcast for the extra shot of Heisenberg. <laughs> it's Willy Willy good. If you hear that breathing into the mic, yes, we are joined by Fat Craig again. It's Craigie too, crunk dick shit. In town. <laughs> Coming in hot off that Heisenberg. Uh, now, I get a text Friday morning as I'm heading to work saying, hey, uh, a recruiter, a recruiter's calling you. A, uh, a, ba- a, a background company's calling you for Craig. And I look and I have a voicemail that uh, a company has called me and that to please call them back at my earliest convenience. So as I pull into work, I call them back and uh, 8.30 in the morning and they, you know, ask me what my name is, confirm my address, ask me how I know. Uh, said individual? Yeah, ask me how I know Craigie 2 Kronk. I begrudgingly said he's a friend. Uh, How'd that taste? It, not as good as uh, Heisenberg. And then... Uh, and then they ask me, you know, several follow-up questions, and then they basically get into like what you would get on a police background check. They're like, uh, "Is there? Any, does this pr- person have a history of abuse with, you know, uh, any illegal substances or alcohol?" Yeah. Uh, does Does this person have any arrest that you're aware of? That's also our resident lawyers here, just to keep us legal, right? On the legal. So, uh, for our lawyer, if I were to, you know, maybe not tell the whole truth on any of these questions, what am well, I looking at? Let's say exaggerate. Well, before I answer that question, I need a little background myself because I got the same, the same, I got the text from you that morning, I'm assuming, the same morning. Okay, well, Harley, you want to lead this off then? All right. I guess we sort of started in the middle here. Well, All right. We can keep going from there. No, though. no, we're good. Right. Yeah, so... What what is oh, he rings. Oh, wood, uh, oh yeah. The fucking executive yeah. producer over here rubbing Heisenberg residue onto <laughs> Look, my as nice good wooden as the table. Heisenberg is it sweats. Yeah. So you need a coaster. Rip yeah. your wood. But it's sweats hot like here. a nice good bet. All right, Brad and Chad will come in later. All right, so what happens is is I get a call the day before and it's from a uh, background check on one of my my buddies, Craigie Tucrunk, and they say, "Hey, call me back at your earliest convenience." Well, s- I didn't call him back because I was working, and then I drove home, and I figured it was going to be too late. Well, on the way to work the next day, I get a call from a number from, like, Michigan. I'm like, okay, same number. I'm going to pick it up. Be nice to Craig. I'm on the way to work. I'll multitask. Is that legal, uh, Chris, in the state of uh, Louisiana? Can I hands-free talk and drive? Yeah, you can hands-free talk and drive. All right, good, because that's what I did. All right. Legal. (laughs) Thank you. You said you hands-free talked and drive. What about... You know, hand talk and drive. That's illegal, right? Or is it just texting? Uh, as long as you're not in the school zone, legal. Nice. Right, so that's good. I wasn't in the school zone. We're not breaking the law yet. All right. So we're. Uh, I get a call, and she asked me some questions about Craig. And I'm expecting to have to answer some hard-hitting questions about Craig. You know, talk about him, make him sound, you know, employable, that kind of stuff. But all she does is really make me confirm my address and wants to know how long I knew Craig. And then she cuts straight to, oh, do you have a, another reference I can call? And I'm thinking this is like just, you know, some foreplay type question. <laughs> so I just, I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know who Craig wants me to call. Uh, I don't have that many numbers for people that I think Craig might want on there. So, oh, I said, well, what if they uh, resided together at some point, but they do not currently reside together? She goes, oh, that's okay. So I gave them. Ali Nablock. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. And the number. And she. Uh, then I, and I called Al and he didn't answer because I wanted to give him a heads up to make sure my buddy Craig got a uh, fair shake with the interview. 
or background check. And then I texted Al and said, hey, this number might be calling you. Evidently, she called before because I sent that text pretty quick and you already had a voicemail. So she must have hung up with me and immediately called you. I think that's what happened. But but you got fucking softballs. She was throwing fucking 100 miles per hour at, at me asking me, does he have any prior convictions that you're aware of? Well, well, I mean, before you get into that, she probably saw did, where your address was because I had listed that as a previous address. What's weird about that is why <clears> is she asking for references? That's what's odd. To me. Because, because this of, is a full blown background check. Craig, Craig's going into a place where he could do harm to millions no, of people. No, I, I, I could harm, you could harm everybody within a hundred mile radius. Basically. You know, I understand that, but my no, question, you want to be closer to the disaster on this one because of the plume. Yeah, so uh, apparently what she no t- comment. apparently what she told me on her thing is uh, for something with this background check, like she had to go to like a secondhand source that wasn't listed on the on the sheet. That it's would- like degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's you- because I listed an arrest on my background. Oh, you did. So I perjured this- myself in court because of you. Illegal. So so they said, does he have a history of like? You know, drug abuse, which I said no, that is also a lie. That no, was no, I no, aware no, no, of no. abuse? I don't think you I don't think he's had abuse. Hey, define abuse. Illegal. <laughs> well, but when I got my arrest was prior to living with you, so you couldn't possibly not have known that. Yeah, but I was aware of it. Well, now you are. I, We've I, told the story of you falling asleep at the wheel, getting arrested before on the podcast. No, I think and, we just and the lady about, cop laughing at me. That was on just on, on star. Yeah. So I think Al, you're digging a little too deep into the facts. The over, <laughs> so, like a true lawyer here. <laughs> the over, the overarching theme of the conversation I got. Well, because after she, you talked to her. Oh yeah. So after I get a uh, question, Craig, keep the mic steady. You're getting some static in here. Um. And hit rate goes down once again. So after she gives me the third degree and I lie about three times because I want to see, you know, Craig employed back in the great state of Louisiana again, she goes, can I get a reference? I go, oh, shit. Like, who the fuck am I going to give her? Hmm, hmm. Who can I throw under the bus? Hmm. Our lawyer, Chris. So I fucking, I say, Illegal. <laughs> I say his name, I give him the phone number, and then I call and, you know, pay it forward to Chris saying, all right, hey, this lady's calling for Craig, uh, and I, you know, do it, do what you can for him. So now what happens to you, Chris? Well, uh, before I go any further, Al, you know Craig currently does work in Louisiana. Lake Charles is in Louisiana. Oh, shit. Got him. Boom, like, headshot. Like Chuck. Yeah, no, so you sent me that text, and I was like, all right, that's not that's no problem. But now that I'm hearing the entirety of the story, Craig clearly listed Harley as a reference, and then she basically pawned everybody off of Harley. Like, I've never seen a background check like that before. Hardcore. Why wouldn't they actually just... I, I mean, I'm assuming yeah, they actually is. searched the records because and to see he had, see, like, an arrest po- and shit. Like, why are, they, why are they getting people to well, confirm? Well, they probably that- also saw that he previously was employed there. So they probably like screw that. So, so no, 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 no. I think this was part of the process. So what what I would say is is it's this is pretty cool because like look at the people Craig's got on references engineer engineer lawyer he's associated himself with quality outstanding individuals. I graduated from LSU. Yeah, it's it's like it's Harley like the toot my own horn joke. <laughs> <laughs> no last name. But but this is but this is what you have to do. This is like a mob mentality here. You surround yourselves. You got you know you got a lawyer. You got the guy who owns the restaurant. You got the guy who owns the bar. You got a doctor in case you get neat stitched up or anything. Did you ever get... Stop, stop. You don't want to talk about your employer. Back off. We got to edit that. I, I, I like how Craig is... Tr- after I did him a solid, he's trying to throw me under the bus here and, At least and say he stays I'm doing in wrong. character. Like, what? do you expect Shithead? any different? I'm and then, always honest. I'm always an asshole. And then somebody's going to take up for him later because we're going to be picking on him. Yeah, exactly. What I thought oh, was... Oh, yeah. Pull that fucking card already. What? What I thought, what thought I thought was funny about the whole thing was if you know what, if you know what the, Lean the back person's calling it. about, obviously every fucking answer to all of those questions was no. It was like, 
Do you know? Clearly, I knew it was. So first. they gave you the third degree too. Yeah, like clearly, I knew it was for him getting a job. And so the questions were like, "Well, how do you know Craig? All right, obviously the answer is like friendship or work. How long have you known him? Obviously, you want to like exaggerate how long you know you've known him. I think I said ten years. <laughs> I said five to seven. Like I don't know. And then, and then, well, ten's uh, not that far off. You've it known is. Craig since twenty eleven. God damn! And then so all the what quite, long, all the questions, the answer been. to them all was clearly no. Hey, has he ever fucking strangled a chick while fucking her in the ass <laughs> and she died and like he buried the body and the police never knew? Like obviously I exaggerate, but the one that really made me laugh was, do you think Krebs Craig is susceptible to, to bribery? I fucking I laugh and I go, I, I my exact my exact answer was, <laughs> Craig, nah. <laughs> You throw a set of stripper tits in his face and you can get Craig to do anything. But that's not bribery. That's Woodville. just that's just being in his natural element. Hey, we can, I can text Destiny and see if we can go up there tonight. I'm good on that, Craig. All right, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I have on the Craig yeah, bring job the wood front. And Woodville. Hey, that would be an odd uh, turn, of, uh, turn of the cheek. We, we're supposed to be tailgating at LSU and just go tailgating Woodville. Hey, they got TVs there. Now, now <laughs> Just that we're- one old box TV. Now that we're on the subject of uh, strip clubs, kind of, did you guys hear about the shit that went down at the mansion? All What's right, that? So, That's a a meat strip club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've previously done the uh, "fuck you, John Bell Edwards" segment for trying to make strippers be twenty-one instead of eighteen, right? Fuck that, that dude. That's dis- the week. Disrespectful. Sixteen and up. Whoa, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? That day, see now we know. So good thing the background check was like fucking the other day. If they said, "Has Craig ever been suspected of human trafficking?" I would have to. I, I wouldn't know. I, I don't think I could lie on that. I'm not one. Tejano, Latino. So what is that? So anyway, John Bell that just means he's not in tow. <laughs> so I'm not a Chico. John Bell's con- continued his assault on Louisiana's fine working strippers, right? Y'all, see, y'all saw all the crackdowns that happened at the uh, ones on Bourbon Street and the ones in New Orleans East? Well, they're doing that all over the state, so the mansion they were doing that at. That's why we go to Woodville. It's out of John Bell's jurisdiction. So they what were about running? Temptations in uh, Sulphur, Louisiana? Is that one good, Craig? It's not too bad. Y'all didn't see this article then? No. All right, so they run... Get to the point, Chris. You're going vintage Chris right now. (laughs) Chris, long story short, Thompson in full effect. Uh, Out to long story. uh, Craig Button in web. So they run the sting operation, and part of that is like you get cops to go in and act like they're trying to get drugs and sex, right? How do you volunteer for this job? Like, can they get civilians to do this? So you were raising your hand, weren't you? No, I was asking if we could get... Civilians to do this. Anyway, go ahead. So that, when the investigation, you got wouldn't do that. Money, You'd be enough, too scared. Jesus Christ, Craig! Got let enough Chris evidence talk. to arrest them, right? Like they go in and bust up the place. Well, they ended up having to drop. Long story short, they ended up having to drop the charges because one of the cops went way too overboard. It came out that he actually did instead of just soliciting sex, he was like finger banging the stripper. <laughs> and then at one point, that would have been me. At one point, he like she just said something about. Just recently having a baby, and he's like, "Oh, can you lactate?" And she like lactates <laughs> in his face, and all of this came out as evidence during like the charges, the prosecution. Or he whatever. just wanted some milk. So the state basically was like, uh, "All right, we'll leave this strip club." All right, alone. so so what you're telling me is that if you go over the top, so if you're the stripper and you insert that that goodness yeah. into you, that you're going to be exonerated because now the cops also dirty. If they come in, in more ways than one. If they come in and try to like bust you on giving them drugs, like so they do the get a lap dance. They do the get a lap dance. Hey, you got any? You got any coke for me? But if you if you're quick enough to bust out a line on your tits and make the cops snort it, illegal. Good to know. Very good to know. Uh, I like the lactating tit angle too. Very vintage taxi cab confessions. <laughs> What's funny is that he actually took it. Psh. Of well, course I mean, he did. I mean, if he's gonna ask for it, he's gonna take it. That was probably the best j- day on the job he ever had. Hey, honey, what'd you do today? Oh, uh, nothing. Kind of a oh, man. That's a great job. That's a great Why gimmick right there. Yeah, Chris, you are holding the mic very suspect. No, no, I turned it like to where you want to look like it, like you're going to suck on it. You don't want to fucking hold it below your double chin. I thought you were just trying to tell him to talk into the mic, and then Chris like 
underhand did some fucking weird business with it. Yeah, Amber got it on tape over here. So, all right. Uh, do we have any more questions for Craig before we kick him off the pod? Whoa, why are we going to kick him off the pod? Because we need to get Kruski in for some bachelor party stories. Can't kick me off. I'm an I'm a initial member. He, well, he was on the very first pod and the second pod, if I remember right. Yeah, Pete Best was also the original drummer of the Beatles, I'm, and he got and kicked when out. When we're talking about bachelor parties and strip clubs, I think I'm a better commentator than you. Cause well, Al was I, there, so you can take my spot in this. Well, I wasn't at the strip club, so oh, of you can take my spot. We can, Al, we can, we Al can with share a girlfriend always doesn't go to the strip club. Remember when he had an exotic girlfriend from overseas? He wouldn't go to the strip club in Vegas. Remember that? Oh, polka? He wouldn't. He look. He he doesn't like this, but he he wouldn't go to the strip club. He's like, no, no, no. She 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 don't want me to do that. I was like, dude, she's in another continent, bro. In a polka. See, yeah, that's that's right. She's trying to go to Woodville. We want to change the tailgate location. Try to get some polka going with Anna Polka. Whoa, 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 whoa! Too too far, Craig. All right, so uh, we're gonna take a break here. And kick somebody off the pod. Whoever's got the lowest hit rate, I can probably guess who that is. Harley, always. And uh, we'll we'll get our boy Kruski. No last names. I don't count. All right. So in, before we bring in Kruski, we're gonna do a segment called "How to Spot a Joe Lie in Three Easy Steps." His nose twitches. We'll get to the steps. All right. So basically, Joe will bring something. Out of the ordinary, and you have to determine if it's a Joe lie. So, for example, LSU against Mississippi State had a targeting penalty. Did you just wipe your nose like Joe knows? All right. We had a targeting penalty against White. Well, we get into a slack conversation, and Joe claims there's an appeal process. Well, to be honest, there's no way Joe knows if there's an appeal process, and I think he's full of shit. So, I go through the three steps to spot a Joe lie. Step one. Do you know the answer is 100% wrong? At that point, you've spotted a July if you know it's 100% wrong. If not, go to step two. If yes, like I just said, you've spotted a July. Step two, is, there, is this something that Joe is an authority on? If so, then he's probably not lying. Known authorities, you know, that Joe has or smells... Babies, satchels, that kind of thing. Wait, what about your What's, example? What, what is Joe considered an authority on to begin That's with? What he just, just said, said it. it. Zero. S- smells, babies, uh, satchels. I like corgis, and he does make good uh, videos with soda. What about pimento what about, cheese? He's authority on pimento cheese. What about your example of football rules? Okay, I would say at this point, if I'm on that question, I'd say no. So if it's a no, it's go to step three. Step three says, does Joe, does Joe's answer benefit him in any way? So, for example, his his uh, white is was uh, has an appeal process. The answer would benefit Joe as an LSU fan that there would be an appeals process. So, if it's yes, then it is a Joe lie. So he's not an authority on it. You don't know it's a hundred percent true. And Joe benefits from it. Boom, Joe lie. If not, if Joe doesn't okay. benefit in any way, it's probably not a Joe lie. Now, um, another way just to, you know, Joe says something, he may be lying or not. If Joe is, like, overly confident, that's another way. That, that, that could, you know, start pinging your Joe's lying radar. Him going, oh, wait, you didn't know that? Oh, so-and-so this. And it sounds a little fishy. And you that, know he's that, not an authority on that it. That starts pinging my radar. Just just Joe being overly confident. Just like Joe thought he was going to win the first five weeks of the Super Contest. That, Not that's right. Happen. That's right. I, I pointed that out. So, and, and, It sounds like within, between maybe steps one and two, if, if he's really tooting his own horn about how confident, how right he is and how wrong you are. Uh, you know. Th- that's why you need to investigate it more. Now we we're not uh, you know we've honed this process because we also have uh, grimace over there in the corner who likes to lie a lot. Also, we just questioned him after Chris brought up in the segment. I like uh, to lie to play with you. That's kinky. All we'll right, play, so we'll and then play the, with your mind, like fuck with you. So you know, Cr- Craig, Craig really likes people with a sexy mind. So anytime Craig, you know, claims well, he's I have a more elaborate and complex mind than all of you, so. <laughs> 
Levels, Craig. <laughs> Craig Levels. Fiction. <laughs> Craig Fiction. Now, see, one of the things po- uh, popular that pings Craig's line radar is sexual acts. You know, Chris brings up this strip club being shut down. Craig acts like he's an authority on the strip club, says he's gotten multiple hand jobs in strip clubs and whatnot. Then when pressed further, says one number, then you press him a little bit further, says a completely different number, and then then we're all fucked up. Now, Craig, hold on, hold you're, on, you're playing on. with me, but, I mean, what benefit do you get out of well, that? Well, first you're, off, you're 100% wrong because you said you're talking about strip clubs, and these were massage parlors. Okay, so... So you, you are 100% wrong okay, so you said, in everything you just okay, said. Okay, so let's break that it down. That is Craig's fact. Okay, so you were questioned on massage parlors and... Uh, the lovely and talented Ambo Chap over here asked you how many Speaking times. Of tooting his own horn. <laughs> said how many times uh, have you had an Asian massage parlor jerk off? You said three to four. And I'm then, talking about in recent. And then Amber goes, really? And then you go, no, nah, I've had about 10. And then you go, oh, you've had about 10? Wait, you just said three or four. And you go, hey, maybe I've had about 15. I was like, Craig, get your fucking story straight. Yeah, he did. He did I do break it in it ranges. Years for some odd reason, but I can I can attest to the fact that the way Amber asked the question, it was like total. She did not ask you to break it down between the years of eighteen to twenty two, twenty two to. My 24. problem is I don't keep track. And this is and this is very similar. It's, it's no nut November, Chris. You can't expect them to keep track of nuts. And, and this, it's destroyed Dick December later. So, and that's Craig pounding off with no lube. Okay, so this is very similar to a story we had about Craig going to a German brothel. What did I tell you? The first time you said... It was every fucking day. Wait, you made wait, it sound wait. like you went to a German brothel every day. No, I didn't go every fucking no, day. No, because you, you, after we kept questioning okay, you about it, you well, ended up saying once. You want to know how we and can your prove, sister took it to you. You want me to know how we can prove this wrong? Is we can all go to Germany. How can we, we can all pr- go to the brothel <laughs> together. How does that prove you wrong or right? I did go to the brothel. Off. Yeah, we, but we asked right down from the fucking train station. When you walk out of the central train station in Frankfurt, you go like two blocks left. I didn't ask and you for take a right, and you go like another freaking block or two yeah, down. Yeah, but how many paces? Right how many paces? I didn't ask for directions. I asked how many times you went. Originally, you said one or two, and then we pressed you further. You said five. You went every day. It was like what? And then you no, said your sister took you. I didn't go that many. So times. what's your official story? Just so we can. Put it on I wax. went twice, you dumbass. Whoa, twice. That's what, that's a hundred percent more times than he claimed earlier. I think I Steph- never said zero. That's what if I ever claimed zero? Would be two. Craig, Craig has one. problems with percentages. I think step number three of detecting a Craig lie is. When so now I have Snapchat and visual evidence that when I go again, I can just fucking video. It for step you. three of spotting a Craig lie is whenever Craig's overly confident about his answer, <laughs> trying to trick you, and gives directions that nobody will ever look up and will never be verified. That is not a lie. Did you hear him? Walk down this street, take a left. Walk down that street, take a right. Uh, that's completely irrelevant to the story. Anybody can look at Google Maps. They're worldwide. So when I tell you I went to Amsterdam and I did not go to the red light district and fuck anybody, but I did go to the red light district, do you think that's a lie? I don't care. That d- truly doesn't matter to me. I walked by and watched them dance in the windows, but I did not go inside. Okay. So what was the most recent Joe uh, lie you picked up on using this pet and so, so it was a, it was, a, it was a Tevin White. Uh, Devin, Devin White. Devin White, whatever. The targeting penalty. Because immediately Dan goes, oh, fuck. I don't think there's a review process. And Joe's like, no, no, no. There is. There's a review process. And I had already looked on Twitter and shit, and I've seen people there say there's not a review process. Well, there's your problem. You looked on Twitter. Well, then I read an article on the Baton Rouge Advocate that also there's said another problem. there's not a review process if it's reviewed by a video evidence at the game. Which Why didn't you just go on the SEC's website the and pull up the rule book? That is the answer. But Joe was so confident that there would be a review process, and he was telling me I was wrong, and then guess what happened? There's no review. But y'all are both wrong. I thought there was. No, there was no review. So, Craig, the problem that we're trying to get at is when you lie like this, you lose all credibility. You ever, b- the boy who cried wolf, ever heard of him? Are we all going to ignore the fact that Harley's got his own handkerchief that he's been blowing his nose into? He's sick, you sick I'm fuck. I'm playing injured, motherfucker. Get a fucking box of Kleenex, you cheap fuck. <laughs> well, I, I like it. Hey, don't hit the dog like that. I like it. Someone bringing their own hanky. Uh, hey, Al, you got a friend right next to you. What, what's her name? Lucy? 
What did she? What did she do today? Shit I mean, on your we floor? Should, we should. We should bring up the fact that a dog shit on your floor today. She shit right by Amber putting on her makeup. Like, what a good girl. <laughs> now that's sign of respect. She's so got, she's that got, is Craig fact. Lucy shit on the floor today. She's got a little uh. She's she, don't let Lucy lick the mic. Lucy, what do you she, have to say? She's about got that? a little pink eye right now from eating Krusky's ass last night. Damn, crew. She got pink eye from your boo. And she's shaking because she's got PTSD from also eating Krusky's ass last night. All right. Oh, uh, you hit rates below zero. Uh, all right. Uh, I think we're done with this segment. I think we can pause this. Oh, and wait. wait. No, no, no. Can I talk about something? Oh, yeah, sure. All I mean, right. It's your so, podcast. So, uh,. Now, there's a lot of animosity between you and Craig. So I wonder what happened when y'all went to steak night together. Why? Steak night. Why did? You, why do y'all have so much animosity between y'all? Y'all had a dude date about a month ago, and y'all ate all the meats. And y'all are being really, really defensive to each other. So who didn't call who back? I'm not being defensive here. I didn't know y'all went to steak night. <laughs> Oh, Craig yeah, was, it was special. <laughs> Craig, Tell me about steak night, Craig, boys. Craig was actually paying up for his uh for his weight loss challenge bet, which he didn't even oh, try to do. Yeah. So he he treated me to all you can eat Brazilian steakhouse trip. If anyone wants to go, yeah. So we just uh, need a driver. So so we did that. That was a uh, you know it was what it was. Yeah, he was hitting on you. That's why he liked. Yeah, me. the server was hitting on my, my third wheel old lady over here, but he did. To ma- Until you up- told him I'll pour my own beer. Yeah, to make up for it, he gave us uh, he gave us a couple free drinks and free coffee and uh, free free uh, aperitif. So. Angelica, yeah, Angelica. So, I mean that wasn't bad. And he was playing a little hard to get because he was hitting on Amber the whole time, but he didn't take any of Amber's drinks so, off. So so let me let me get this straight. You're cool with somebody hitting on your girlfriend as long as they hook you up. What am I gonna do? Fucking knock a server out? Well, we do know you have a glass jaw, so you're right. You I probably t- you probably did a good job. <laughs> I actually could have taken this guy out. Wait, how can't beat up Angelina Jolie? How's he gonna beat up a fucking man? All right, that's Craig Fiction. All right, I think. Uh, I think a good segue here would be that Craig actually pays his debts, unlike our next guest, who with who with a million quarter bets over the last probably seven years. You know how many times I've been paid by this man? Zero. Hey, who's counting, man? <laughs> who's got the ledger? How much does he owe you, Chris? Well, it's only ever like at the most seventy-five cents a session, so maybe, maybe four dollars over the last seven years, I'd say. Okay, so uh, joining the pod, we have a uh, the debtor over here. We got Kruski, the bringer of the shitter, <laughs> to the back room here. Uh, last weekend, we got a little twisted in Houston for Halloween. Our buddy Russ's bachelor party. Well, actually, it was Chris's yeah, it was bachelor Chris's party. Bachelor party. Uh, so we Man, got a- you didn't even know whose bachelor party it was? It's a running gimmick that you don't get. Okay, so uh, we went out for Halloween. We were all dressed up as bachelorettes, so we were all wearing dresses with wigs. What do you think of that outfit uh, choice, Craig? What'd you dress up for Halloween? You're looking like Grimace right now. Got him. Boom, roasted. You look like a bald-headed faggot right now. Whoa! uh, (laughs) uh, I thought it was actually pretty funny, by the way. Oh, thank you, Craig. Because it probably wasn't your idea, but anyways. Well, we had several ideas. Whose idea was it? I think uh, we listed some several ideas, and then Russell just picked that. Whose one. idea was it? Was the question not? I just said it was the bachelor. I'd say. Grant probably. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Grant. It was idea. the bride's guess. And then uh, the, his maid of honor got us all sashes. Uh, I think Kruski said what? Shot, shot queen. Shot queen. What'd you say, Chris? Dancing diva, maybe. <laughs> hey, why are you making a dog shake? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. I'm making nervous. I don't know. What was yours, Al? Uh, hot mom. No, trophy wife. Oh yeah. When I saw those messages, I was really fucking jealous. I didn't get trophy in the wife in time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so that's we went out Friday night, uh, Halloween weekend, and nobody was dressed up. So it was just eleven dudes in dresses and wigs, just looking out of place everywhere. Never fucking, but, never, never thought I would go out two nights in a row. Did you ever dress both like nights? We doing piano bars were that one night? No, we did not go to piano bars. We went bars. to shit bar. I said where... Oh, shot bar. My near, bad, my bad. Near where the piano bar is. I don't know where the piano bar is. Did you go to the Ritz? Pat O'Brien's is in New Orleans, not Houston, Craig. Okay, so... Uh, so we did... 
we did uh we did the bars and then the next night we went out again for a Halloween. I couldn't wear a dress two nights in a row, so I wore something different. But Frontier that, Frank, Frontier Frank, <laughs> Frontier Francis. <laughs> no, I had jean no. jean shorts cut off, jean jean shirt cut off, and, and a hoon uh, skin cap, a Daniel Boone hoon skin cap. Those fucking uh, cops loved when we called you you Frontier hoons. Francis. Yeah. So uh, so the most popular costume I saw this year, Takeshi Six Nine. I saw about. Five or six Takeshi six nines, and he was this guy. Uh, one of the Takeshi's made friends with us. He loved our outfits. He had his uh, old lady who was like dressed up in a leopard print like cat suit, saying she was Nicki Minaj. She was like, "What? You haven't seen the video?" I go, "No, I haven't seen the video." She pulls the video up on her phone. I go, "Oh, is she wearing that in the video?" She goes, "No." I go, "Well, I mean, you're, you're apple, not Nicki Minaj then." But then apple she, bottom. But but then she proceeds to show me like a three minute video, um, and. She proceeds to show me like a three minute video, of all that. So Takeshi Six Nine, most popular Halloween costume. The dude we met at the bar, he was he was in character really well. Yeah, too. he he loved us. Um, now, wh- when you go out for Halloween, who do you like look down upon the most? Like everyone's dressed up. Like who's the weakest? Random football jersey. Yeah, the basic shit. If you wear like a sports jersey, I, I think that's like the lowest of all. Like I saw a dude wearing a Steph Curry jersey, like completely dressed up. Oh, that's bad. That, it's just bad wearing any a t-shirt athletic, jersey. Any athletic. Attire. It's bad. Another bad one. This is the uh, the Sabu special. Just the street clothes with a random mask. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, cheap. I, actual Halloween night, I was at Trader Joe's and I saw somebody with the Sabu. Uh, Picture frame around their head that they're, you know, a work of art. I fucking cracked up at that. So I I was thinking the sports jersey is like the lowest form of the Halloween costume until I saw a guy at the bar wearing like a highlighter construction vest and a hard hat. And I go, that motherfucker's wearing his job outfit out. Like that is a step below. Did you ask him? No, I'm not asking this fucking uh, Mexican. I would ask. It was obvious he just left the job site. Yeah, I'm not asking this Mexican dude, oh, is that your actual job? I gave you a Halloween outfit. Did you wear it? What was what was that? Working for the dipshit chemical company? No. That's Girl. terrible. Good good job. Excellent. So Excellent. obviously we were all dressed up as bachelorettes with the dresses and the fucking wigs. Whenever Dan pulled up to pick up Eric. So Eric Dan pulled Eric, up. To- Eric takes this phone call Saturday night. He goes, Okay, okay, all right. And we're like, Eric, who the fuck was that? And we keep on asking him. And he grabs his bag and goes, all right, guys, Russell, really glad I could make it, blah, blah, blah. We're like, Eric, what the fuck? You're leaving, dude? He was like, yeah, I mean, I did it, I did the best I could as we're all trying to fucking guilt trip him for leaving. And then uh, somebody looks out the window and realizes he's, he's getting picked up by our buddy Dan. Yeah, I thought it was an Uber at first, and then he's like, oh, Dan's here. I'll go, oh, let's go down and say hi to him. Right, you know. We were, you know, we were a little he rolled out so we, we run down to say hello to Dan. Dan gets out of the car, you know, looking as dapper as always, <laughs> and goes, yeah, I pulled up. I saw a bunch of people on the balcony. At first, I thought that was y'all, but then I saw, saw, I saw some girls up there, and I was like, oh, no, that can't be them. They got girls up there. And it was actually just all of us dressed up in dresses and wigs, so we didn't really actually have any fucking girls up there. Yeah, so he got us good with that double burn right yeah, there. Yeah, that was a boom headshot. Yeah, he that's got that's a he, double boom headshot. <laughs> Goes through the first head straight to Craigie's head. That's like the the second most on brand thing of the trip. Us not having the girls. The most on brand. Me, Alex, and Ross are on the way uh, to Houston. <laughs> we stop at a Wendy's to get some food. Ross orders his food and just goes right into the bathroom while he's in the bathroom. His food, of course, gets ready. Lady goes. Ross? Where's Ross? <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Fucking classic. You know, I'm going to take a little note from uh, Harley Toot My Own Horn Choke. I, I got to pat my fat ass on the back for banging out that kickflip coming out of the bar. Ooh. Yeah, so let's tell that one. On, uh, on a skateboard? On, yeah. On Saturday night, we, uh, we went to one bar. And uh, a group of us left to go to another bar, so we're uh, we're leaving the first bar to go to the second bar to meet up with everybody else. 
and the cops are uh, arresting this dude in cut-off jean shorts, making me look bad. This guy is in a beater and cut-off jean shorts, <laughs> acting belligerently drunk. He gets arrested by the cops, making me look bad. And then we go to the next bar. We're in there for like 10 minutes. We leave because you know the bar closes. We all take a group picture with all these strangers, and one of them had a skateboard. A fucked up skateboard. Yeah. So after we take the picture, Chris is like, hey, uh, can I get in that skateboard? <laughs> and Chris is in, Chris, what, what do you call those shoes? Boat shoes? Sperry's. Yeah, they were Sperry's. Sperry's. Boat They're like knockoff Sperry's. And a dress. Just worn down. He gets on the skateboard. Chris, you want to tell it? Well, yeah. You So we saw the, uh, the dudes with the skateboard. And there was this other guy that wasn't with us giving him shit, saying, uh, you, you can bet you can't even skateboard. So these dudes get on it. Clearly had no idea how to skateboard. It was clearly their pride. And so my drunk ass is like, give me that fucking board, you know, because they used to shred back in the day. So I hop on this thing, and as you said, it was a piece of shit. Like, he's clearly been do- oh, like trying to do just a regular manual way too much and grinding the fuck out of the edge. <laughs> So it was blunted in. It, it was like, like a square board too. It, yeah, it, it was, was not cut like was a regular like six board. Six inches shorter than what it should have been because he grounded all the wood down. Oh, you should you should be used to working with something six inches shorter <laughs> than normal. Yeah. And then his fucking his trucks were so goddamn loose nub. when I hopped on it, like the board was swaying side to side, and I'm already drunk as shit, so I'm like about to fall off this thing. So I go for it. Somehow get lucky, bang it out. I, and I can't believe nobody took a video. Or rides a away, of it. first try, rides away. Kick, <laughs> kick, flip, first try, and fucking worn down Sperry's. Just fucking classic. I got a photo with those dudes. It's fucking funny. Yeah, also looks so hammered in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll post that from the uh, from the Twitter quote from Michelle from all the from pictures the Russell took. Michelle goes, "Why do you look so faded in every picture <laughs> from this trip?" Because he was. Or our buddy Russ, who normally doesn't crank hoons, smoked at least two packs on Saturday. Every five minutes, hey, anybody want to crank a hoon? It's like, Jesus, dude, slow down. Oh, I loved it. All right, any other comments? You got any? Uh, what'd you do for Halloween, Harley? Anything? Okay. Nothing Never go Harley. to a fucking strip club in Houston. They don't sell booze after 2 a.m. Yeah, you gotta so go to the afterground. And the you can't fucking party. smoke in there. Yeah, so after... Uh, you talk, y'all didn't go to the right place, man. I told you, you to go to the fucking right Ritz that. on the southeast side. I didn't even side. go to the strip club, so what are you looking at me for? The Ritz on the southeast side. They got the Cubanos. Girlfriend Al never goes to strip clubs, just FYI. So they as every- Francesca, Francesca works there, and so does Kaylee, whatever, Marchart. Uh, Plus, you might have found uh, Craig's Google Pixel. You might find my old phone that I lost. <laughs> I walk into the fucking strip club... Like, seven of the guys we're with, they're all sitting at these little two-person tables, two people at each table, eating a fucking strip club buffet, drinking a glass of ice water each. No fucking beers, no fucking cigarettes. I mean, the buffet no ain't the fucking food. M- meanwhile, me and Chris are back at the place watching Ken Burns' Vietnam Part 5 <laughs> of 6 documentary. This dude's talking about getting a whole shot through his chest and then being picked up from a helicopter. Like, dude, just the darkest, just like the darkest shit. We were Charlie fucking planting booby traps on this just fucking hill that they just took over for no strategic purpose. Dude, I forgot we watched that. That was some of the saddest shit I've ever done. <laughs> I was already drunk. As we get keg beer. I was already drunk, loaded, coming down off the Molly water, and we watch a Ken Burns Vietnam document. You remember how detailed that guy got? Y'all should have done some shrooms. That was pretty fucking sad. He told that one part about like ten doctors walked by and they all just kind of like... Say a prayer, call, you're a call dead the man. Chaplain. Yeah, it was fucked up. <laughs> hey guys, kegs tapped. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I got an embrace debate oh. for you guys. Uh, is Mean Girls a Halloween movie? No. In the same vein that Die Hard is a supposedly a Christmas movie. I think Die Hard. Neither one of those Christmas. is true. Okay. I mean, there is a Halloween party in Mean Girls, but to refute that, like. Two scenes later, there's a Christmas scene, so. Yeah, but other than Friday the 13th and the Jason movies, what's another Halloween movie? Uh, Hocus Pocus. Night Before Christmas. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, There's, like, probably ten other ones, too. (laughs) Trick or Treat. 
right, you got Dad's it. dead. <laughs> Wishmaster three. <laughs> Trimmers one through seven. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you got it's a hunk in all of those too. You got you boys got anything else from Kevin the, uh, Bacon? Way better than that fucking bacon Chris brought this morning. <laughs> yeah, Chris undercooked bacon. Chris's bacon was <laughs> way bacon better. Bacon did look fucking very chewy. It was true, and that's he just likes his, like he it. just likes his meat raw. You guys got any more bachelor party slash Halloween takes for the pod, or should we just go out there and tailgate for this LSU Bama game? Oh yeah, we do have a confession segment. <coughs> Chris, you want to lead this one off while I look up some other confessions? Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything other from the anything other from the, uh, my bachelor party that we should talk about. Do you want to tell the viewers how to play Hot Onion? Oh! I was thinking ooh. about that, but like Grant First of all, said, it's not called sautéed. That's a fucking fruitcake name. Yeah, Hot Onion's the way hot better name onion for it. is what it's called. I, w- I think Grant said it, th- said it best. You can't make up Hot Onion. It just happens. So, we get to this Airbnb that Russ rented out for us all. And you know how like Airbnbs, people bring groceries and shit? And every time you ever have one, there's like a couple leftover condiments or some bullshit. We this place had two onions left and over. a big fucking can of corn. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see you that. You guys want any corn? <laughs> That's so fucked you up. You guys want the watermelon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a fucking just a couple big spare onions laying around. <laughs> two big some ass nice spare onions. colossal Vidalias. And what really made the entirety of the game is this house, this Airbnb, having gas stoves so they've got those little burners that kind of sit up above the flame and since it's gas you can turn that flame way the fuck up somebody grabs the one of the onions throws it on the burner cranks it up all the way fucking onion catching on fire somebody grabs and plays that game tips you know where you like throw the ball back basically play hot potato but with a fucking on fire onion a flaming onion in an airbnb that somebody else is responsible for the security deposit and then so we do that once and it catches on like wildfire so it catches on like a flaming onion yeah so at, at at one point it just we're all sitting around drinking, and then someone will just start a chant going, hot onion, hot onion, and everybody has to scramble up, get in a circle, and you light that bitch on fire, and may the best man win. So, the, uh, hot onion was great. I think we, how many how many times we run that back? Like five? Had, I'd say at least seven. We had two onions. We had two, we had two onions. Days. Yeah. And a bonus is that when you play hot onion, it makes your place smell like you're cooking some delicious dinner. <laughs> That's good potpourri. Didn't you also play a little shtick? We did play some shtick. We did play some shtick. I've I've never felt so fat and out of shape as I did on Monday morning after shtick. That was a good shtick. I was, I was sore. In, I wasn't sore, but I mean, you know, you guys know I can't fucking hit. A I got shit. a big ass bruise on my on my <laughs> no, thigh. Y'all want to y'all want to see my bruise? Yeah, let me see. It. All right, hold on. I got to take. Al, my, I agree. I got to take my pants off. Al, oh, I Jesus. agree. You can't play shtick worth the shit and see you swing it back. It's pathetic. But oh, jeez, get that, put that ass Whoa, away, look boy. That's a that's a split screen for the um, image of this podcast. I, for the record, did not have my phone out to take a picture of that. So he will not have Krusey's ass cheek as a. Nah, we we can get it later. We can get it later. No, anyway, Al, you were uh, giving yourself shit for being so bad to stick, which you are. But you got to end the park home run on the rally in. I did. I did. I legged that bitch out. He's slow as fuck. This is how bad the field play was. Al went, Al went one for hey, five, and Lucy's all four of the strikeouts were swinging, but but he got an in-the-park home run when we fucking needed it, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Even though y'all still fucking lost the game. Fuck you, we won. All right, so Chris, let's get into confessions here. You got a great one that you confessed to me oh, via shit. text message this week That I, is that is probably out of this world. <laughs> I thought I told y'all this a while back. I've heard this whenever, before. Whenever I told you, you and uh, crew... I thought I told y'all, I didn't think Harley, I definitely knew Harley didn't know this, but Harley, I got a confession. Do tell. <laughs> Until probably seven years ago, I thought Babe Ruth was, was black. No. <laughs> and let me, let me. They never name a candy bar after a black man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a George Herman Ruth. It never, it never once dawned on me, like, I know, 
I know a little about sports. So I knew Jackie Robinson is clearly for the Dodgers. 42! Was clearly the first you racist fuck in the MLB. And obviously I knew from all the photos and whatnot that Babe Ruth played in like the 1920s. It never once fucking dawned on me that nobody would call Jackie Robinson the first black guy in the MLB had Babe Ruth been black. <laughs> and, and Chris tried to use the black and white photos as his defense, but a black and white photo shows your white way easier I than if you're black. That. Just for some reason, Babe Ruth's face, I don't, it made, made me think he was a black dude. Okay, and that so, further so, confirms my reasons of dumbasses that went to LSU right, and Louisiana public schools. Calm, calm down over there, Craigers. Um, what I would say is, is really, Chris, what, what made you go back and review that? Like, because... What? How did it dawn on you like that he was actually white? I couldn't tell you exactly. It probably just clicked one day in his I, peanut yeah, it really, brain. It really just so did is Jackie Robinson white or black? He just said he knew Jackie Robinson was black, but for some reason... Now, am I remembering this wrong or not? The Sandlot has like a flashback where like Babe Ruth comes and like gives him a words of encouragement. Yeah, yeah. He's white in that movie. He's no, some big yeah. fat white guy. That's a good movie. White, isn't he in black and white? You never watched The yeah. Sandlot? But what I was saying is he looks white in everything he's yeah. in. Yeah. The fucking photos. The black and white videos. I, gotta, I just thought he was black, man. That's impressive, Chris. I appreciate that. Like I told Alan Kruger, I've never felt so dumb as to when I had that epiphany. All right, so who's got the next confession? Well, I have confessions from the uh, from the actual site here of people, uh, you know, saying their confessions. All right, go for it. One that's apropos for this week with uh, Red Dead Redemption Two coming out. Orange Six said he picked a fight with my wife so he, she would go to bed so I could play Red Dead Redemption. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Vinny Big Ball says, I really love my girlfriend, but I just love cocaine, gambling, blacking out, and trying to fuck everything more. <laughs> that has 638 upvotes there. Uh, I had sex with my girlfriend's mom, says Frank Rizzo15. Uh, Is that Frank the Clown? Good ratio there, Craig. Uh, they don't even know who Frank the Clown is. Human underscore resources says, I've been taking the stairs up five flights to work and telling people I'm trying to be healthier, dot, dot, dot. In reality, I'm just so fucking done with elevator small talk in the morning. And we'll go with the last one. Killer Frog says, I went to the liquor store after lunch today and bought a bunch of De Jack Daniels snippets and have been drinking at my desk for about four hours. It should be illegal to keep your workers till 6 p.m. on a Friday. So that's a. I like uh, the elevator oh. small talk the best. Hugeness also says, I enjoy cleaning the lint basket from the dryer. I know that's not your uh, title, Chris. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Like it's a, it's satisfying to clean the lint. I'm 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 with them on that. There, you take the lint out, throw it in the trash. You feel like you're doing good. Oh, I love cleaning real the lint. Real quick, real quick accomplishment there, bro. When you got a belly button this deep. Oh God, Chris is cleaning the lint you from clean his. Clean the fuck out of this lint. All right, boys. It's almost noon. I say we go tailgate. I'm down. Hey, Craig. What uh? What color Under Armour polo are you gonna bring to the tailgate? Purple. Go Tigers. Hey, hold on. I sent you a question earlier. You didn't ask it. I don't remember what it was. Mm. I've been on that Heisenberg since like 9 in the morning. Hashtag free D White. Hashtag white out for D White. Hashtag not to nay Saban. Aren't you? <laughs> hey, that's one thing I wanted to ask. Want me to ask it? Yeah. With the Bama hate hey, week thing. I got a question for you. Oh, she's Craig's, cutting, Craig's cutting the fuck in, Chris. All right. Go ahead, Chris. Who was the better roommate? Since we're here in person. Oh, I like we, this. We, we, we brought me, it up before. Let me give you my Shut story. the fuck up. I'm, I haven't answered. <laughs> is the better roommate Chrissy Thompson or Craigie Tucrone? Wait, is Bob in this? Or me. Or Bob. Or backroom Bob. Me, me and Bob together. Or what about or Amber? Bob. What about Amber? Or Amber. Well, she's not. She's not really a roommate. Or you could pick Bryant if you want. <laughs> well, I have. I have also lived with uh, Kruski and Bob, but that wasn't my own house. Now, I'm talking about in this house and in, in a blah 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 blah. Okay. Baton Rouge. Okay. Uh, so between Chris and Craig here, I'd have to write, get write, write it out of ten. No, I just it's it's a either or. It's not a rating system. I'm gonna have to go with Craig on this one. He cleans up after himself. <laughs> No guess ever. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He'll uh they know of. You know, he'll buy me car but he'll he'll uh, Craig Fiction! Craig Fiction! He's never had a guest. There's no way he's had a guest. And I don't count. Bullshit. He'll Okay, that's a Craig fact. He'll buy me car bombs. No chance Krusky's ever had a guest in this house. Yeah, hooker. Not that I've heard of. And uh, he never asked me to pick him up to take him to the gym or anything. Oh, that's a <laughs> <one>. <laughs> that's I Before Al answered that, I would have given myself a 5.5 out of 10. I would have given Craig an 8. So even Chris knows Craig's the but, better roommate. But, but Chris, I thought about that, that second But one before. thing we haven't come, we're both degenerates. I, I probably exemplify mine more than you do, though. And, and, I'll, and another Craig positive, he doesn't drink my beer or liquor. I'll leave This it. morning, you <laughs> ate one of my edibles already. Like, you just, just... Yeah, so I guess Craig's point was with both booze, is the difference is I steal your booze. And uh, Craig also is someone I can go to the strip club with. You always go without me, Chris. So, Man, that's me. I didn't go this weekend. And, uh, but I will give you credit because he probably didn't want to Into the mic, Craig. Probably, into the mic. Probably made excuses, didn't he? We were just fucking tired, and we thought they were going to a Vietnamese restaurant. I mean, that's really all it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, I felt bad after we got burned, too. Oh, me like you long time. Yeah, so... Uh, but I like you short time. So, yeah, Harley, uh, that's what you have to look forward to as Craig being your new roommate in the coming weeks here. Oh, you're moving in with Harley. How much are you going to charge him for rent, or is that off-pod? Off-pod. That's, off, that's off-pod. That's, that's still, we're still I, in I've never gotten the Chris discount like you gave him. No, I'm not giving you a Chris discount. I know how much you make. I didn't give Chris. I didn't give Craig the Chris discount either. I, I know. That's what ass. I just said, you asshole. Okay. I know you charged him eight fifty. so... I'll, Depending on Craig's internet usage requirements, it's either going to be age 50 or somewhere in the ballpark. Well, it is no nut November, so the internet usage will be lower right Okay, now. something else. Me and Harley have discussed this off pod that you send us entirely too many Instagram and Snapchat videos. And I confirmed yesterday that you get annoyed by it, so that's exactly what I wanted. Shows that how much good life you have, Craig. But during the bachelor party, I talked to our buddy living in South Bend, and he also has gotten a plethora of these Snapchat and Instagram messages, yeah. of which he says he has never opened a single one. <laughs> I, I, I can vouch for this conversation. Yeah. Wait, Chris, you're getting them too? No, no, no. I no, he was there to witness so that, Eric being that, sent about it. Who are you that sending is them fiction, to? That is fiction because he has replied to some of them. Okay. Ooh, Eric, Ooh, Eric Lyon. Eric not, Lyon. Not, not a good lawyer. Hey, he's practicing his lawyer. And illegal. So, uh, Craig, illegal. How, that I, is illegal. How many people are you sending these to? I don't know. Me? You definitely... You, you, Cruz, you've gotten some? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just click through them. I don't really listen. Oh, yeah, I got random people on there. Craig, Craig's a big barstool guy. But he doesn't actually listen to Barstool. He said Barstool doesn't have any girls yet. Chicks in the offices on there. Okay, we're, we've devolved into uh, nothing anyone wants to listen to. All right, to. it's He's new time, boys. It's the Heisenberg's about out. Time to get to our tailgate on. Ooh, time to get some, have some fun in the sun and kick Bama's ass or get stomped. Who cares? We always win the tailgate. We'll, go we'll ta- be hungover either way. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Hey, peanut gallery, pipe down. All right, welcome to another episode of Brad and Chad NFL Week Picks 9. Now, uh, Brad has steadily been tearing up the charts, so uh, we're going to our sharps here to see who they like for Week 9, who you should put your hard-earned cash on. Now, boys, any games coming out of the bat that you like this week? Well, first of all, I just want to say this is Brad Gandolfini here, and I'm a good 25, 14, and 1 at about 64%. So uh, that's really fucking high. Just letting you know that's, I think, 160 units. Check me out on Harley Armada on the uh, Sports Action app. But anyway. But uh, your name is Brad. Why would your name be Harley Armada? Because I drive a hog and I got big arms. Oh, okay. Well, I got to say something. If we're going to throw out fancy numbers... And all like your little record there is, Brad. I think you got to take note of the fact that I got three pushes on the season. And I don't know if you know what that means, but son, you come over to the Texas barbecue over there at the Cachino. Woo, you got to push your way to get to that buffet. <laughs> By that buffet, I think you mean that fat girl's clit. Oh, Jesus, Brad, working blue early. Let's get to the picks, boys. 
All right, since I'm in the lead, I'm going to lead it off. And I'm going to Brown Town. And look at the Cleveland Browns with Greg as many G's as Chad has chins getting eight points at home. Oh, you fired Todd Haley. You fired Hugh Jackson. Oh, love it. You always get a bounce back. Hey, nepotism? I think Greg Williams' son's now the defensive coordinator. That's just fucking family love. And the Italian's about the family. Look for the Cleveland Browns plus eight and Baker Mayfield to sweep the stupid ass Kansas City buttfuck barbecue. And Nick Chubb's going to be running all over the field. So I know that New Jersey private schools ain't the greatest in the world. But when you take a 180 and give it another 180, what's that to you, Brad? That's a 360. And when you fire the head coach and the offensive coordinator, you're right back to where you started. I'm on the opposite side of this damn game. The Chiefs, mm, man, you ever had Chiefs honey barbecue sauce right there at the store? Oh, man, it's good. Give me the minus eight. I heard this game's going to be raining. And I don't know if you watch Kareem Hunt. But he's got some hella cuts. And when he's cutting in that rain, the Browns defenders can't tackle him opposite side. Well, I tell you, that worries me just a little bit because Mr. Mahomes, a.k.a. Kermit the Frog, is amphibious. This might be the first game of the year. That we've been crossfire on. Yes. Uh, you, uh, you, oh, oh, no. You don't remember singing a little Bon Jovi? Because oh, yeah. your pick's a little bit on a prayer. Man. So, uh, so we have two definite sides here. We have Brad siding with the Sharps here, fading the public. 18% of the, the bets are in on the Browns. So we have Chad Chins uh, siding with the majority of public here. It goes together with his weight. He's obese, just like the majority of America. So this makes sense. So th- this is going to be a good showdown, a game to watch. You guys keep your eyes on Cleveland, Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City's favored by eight there. Uh, any uh, any other games you like, Brad? Well, it's my turn. My turn, all right. No, we you just gave no- a pick. You just went with the Kansas City Chiefs. Back to me. And I'm going to the capital of Washington, D.C., you think what's, they got, what's the capital of Washington, D.C.? America. <laughs> We're going to D.C. And you know who lives there? Donald fucking Trump. You, he's all over the news. He's got the, oh, you can't be here by birthright. Well, you know who's going to get a win by birthright? Matt Ryan. Look at him. Coming off a bye, he's probably sitting at home studying film because he's getting no pussy. Look for Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons to come into D.C. and build that fucking wall with a point and a half. I can't really dispute that. I think the Falcons are trash. And when my man, the commander-in-chief, who's going to MAGA, is getting a short line at home, I'd take the Redskins if I picked that game. All right, well, you're not picking it, so what's your pick, the next, next The one I'm looking at, and I'm really chiming on this one here now, is I'm loving these Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, did you hear about that shooting? They're going to have hell, hell of motivation to beat these Ravens. Let me tell you why. No, no, shut up, Craggy. God damn it. The peanut what? gallery's not even on Mike over here. I don't know if you've been watching football But like the last 15 years, I can remember watching this series. The game is always at least three points or less. Earlier in the year, I believe it was 26-14. But by my math, yeah, three. Not to mention, did you boys see that Joe Flacco shaved his little beard off? You can't tell me these Steelers can't beat a quarterback that's got a baby face. I'm loving the Steelers. Give me the plus three at the Ravens. Interesting. The Ravens are usually strong at home, so... Uh, it'll be interesting to have that play out there. That's why I'm getting the points, Alex. Okay. A classic AFC North showdown. Taking the points, I mean. <laughs> Brad, next pick. Well, now I'm going to New England, and I'm looking at this game, and all I see is I got Aaron Rodgers getting six points. But who's the GOAT? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care about goats. You think you can milk goats? Maybe. I'm yes. not trying it. Yeah, yes, you can. Oh, really? I Do they have milking. goat milk? What else has others? Can you milk me? 
Yes, I can. <laughs> but those titties, well, I can milk Chad better, but... You milk my chins. That's called because Chad's got memory glands. All right, now let's go back and look for some cheese. We got Aaron Rodgers getting six points in New England. New England just struggled on a short week in Buffalo. Now you can look to Aaron Rodgers. Now they traded that Ty Montgomery fool that likes to put the ball on the ground. Aaron Rodgers would have won in L.A. last week. Look for the Packers to pack the fucking New England... Fucking Patriots and that goddamn hoodie wearing motherfucker and put some seaman shoes on and throw him in the Boston Harbor. So Green Bay plus six against New England here. Now Green Bay also traded Ha Ha Clinton Dix. So I don't know. It seems like Green Bay sellers here, but Brad's taking them. Taking you think them in you the want points. Alabama scum on your team? Fuck them. Put them out. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Yeah, bring them to Trump. Trump will love Clintons in D.C. I don't hate that pick, and only for the fact that Aaron is dating my favorite NASCAR driver, Danica Patrick. I mean, by God, how do you not respect that lady? She likes crystals. Have you heard of them? Oh, the power of the crystals. Aaron Rodgers is going to have that. Tom Brady's got this TB12. He's got some, like, Gomez, whatever this guy's name is, trying to give him that method. (laughs) Go, Go with the goddamn... Aaron Rodgers. Do you just call Alex Guerrero Gomez? <laughs> hey, it's ho- what's close enough to Halloween? I'll let you get away with that. Uh, Chad, you have another pick here? Uh, well, I sure as hell do. Let me tell you what. I'm taking these Houston Texans. Oh, the Houston Against these John Denver, high-flying, mile-high-smoking Broncos. Let me tell you a little something. I don't know if you boys heard, but the Texans just traded for Demarius Thomas. And you remember that commercial a couple years ago Demarius was in? Only winners get wings. Well, I'm taking the Texans plus one against the Case Kegel Exercises Denver Broncos. I love this pick. I don't know about that one. All right. Well, we're going to see. That's uh, Texans won a lot of games in a row. And the quarterback with the Blues along gets to fly on the plane this time, so he's going to get to go in the mile-high club. Yeah, but, I mean, if he's got a bad lung, that altitude. Oh, but they got supplements up there to make you feel all better. Oh, Orange Kush? It's good soda. Try it. They say, Don't drink the whole thing. They say it cures <laughs> cancer. Okay. All right, so we have three picks apiece out of you going head-to-head in one game. Uh, Brad, you got another one for us? All right, let's go back to Chad country and go to the Big D, which he doesn't have. (laughs) We're going to Dallas. Boom, headshot. And we're looking at the Cowboys, negative six and a half. Now, first head head coaches. (laughs) Yeah, negative. Because they're going to turn into a positive. Come on. All right, so we got Mike Vrabel. He's, he's a rookie head coach. He doesn't know how bye weeks work. He thinks he knows about Belichick and hoodies. Did you know his quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota, the flying Hawaiian, a.k.a. senior spam boy? <laughs> we got the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott, who may or may not have done inappropriate things on Monday Night Football. Look for the Cowboys, minus six and a half, off the bye. Jason Garrett had two weeks to prepare. About time, he needs it. Well, see, you can't give Mr. Vrabel the negative for this bye week when, did you see what Jason Garrett was doing during his bye week? He's at the World Series game. Come on. Who do you think's prepared? Are you the kidding me? Year- who, where to win, where to learn best uh, sabermetrics than in baseball? Wasn't it invented there? Have you heard of Moneyball? <laughs> now, see, uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I hate to pipe in, Chad, but... The clapper was on a bye week, and you know he had to stay in regular season form by clapping at the World Series. So he had to he had to keep it going. So I don't know if I like this pick though. That's a lot of points. Go back right? and play the tape. Ever said ever since you're like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, Seattle at home against the uh, Rams. Don't like it. Guess what? Cash, baby. Give me the cash. All right, Monday night. Uh, Brad likes Dallas. I'd lean the opposite way, but it ain't my game, so it ain't my fight. Let me tell you about this other one I like. I'm going to be my fourth pick. I'm going to take the Seattle Starbucks getting plus two at home. That's against- mi- minus two in my book. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. <laughs> getting minus two. Sometimes the, the- plus and minuses are kind of hard. <laughs> well, Texas public schools ain't what they used to be, if you know what I mean. Especially in Katy, Texas. No smart people have ever came from Katy, Texas. So while I realize that the Chargers are coming off a of bye, 
Anthony Scaramucci Lynn, he's a bad coach. I don't trust him. He ain't proved it. And I know everybody's sucking the Chargers' teeth. But come on. They, who'd they beat? The, the fucking Raiders? Uh-uh. The Browns? Uh-uh. I don't like this team. I think they're a fraud. A little more of a fraud than Brad's tan is. Oh. And I got to tell you, I watched a football life the other day, and they showed Fran Tarkenton and Russell Wilson side by side. By golly, they don't look alike. What do you think about this one, Brad? Well, what I would have to tell you is uh, you may have a point there with the Seahawks. Guess what? How many kids does Philip Rivers has? He was all the way over in London. He didn't get to spend his uh, fucking time with his kids. Now he's got to come home and he's got all that nagging because he's got the kids. Now, I will tell you that I don't want any part of this game because the Seahawks coming off a big win in Detroit have a letdown spot here. So, and Philip Rivers, have you seen him? He's got tons of points. He's like number four fantasy quarterback. Just watch out for him. Okay, well, down to the last pick for each of you here. And I'm going to bring it with the Guma of the week. Oh, shit, the best for last. And it's a real brown bagger. Go with Nathan Peterman and the Buffalo Bills plus 10. Hold your nose, put the brown bag on, and do it doggy style with your Guma this week. (laughs) We got Buffalo, and we got the points. Plus 10. Back that fucking Chicago Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, been there. Fuck that. Now we got Nathan Peterman. Oh, fucking yeah. Take the brown bag special and turn her around baby talk about fading the public there only 20 percent of the money on the bills here going against that vaunted bears defense peterman's known for the pick sixes i can see the defense covering this alone but hey that's why brad is a sharp and i'm just a commentator here on the sidelines what? why is mr tobisky getting 10 points anywhere it's mitchell have you seen him all they can do is run the bills very stout up the middle because they drink Eat the wings. Speaking of stout, uh, Chad, what's your last pick? Well, before I get to my last pick, I got to say, I flip-flop more than the Texas Prairies when that wind gets to kicking on these picks this week. And you know which one of the first ones I had was? That Bills plus 10. I liked it, and then I thought slept on it, and I vomited in the morning when I woke up. So I changed it. Good That's why it's a kuma. You got to kick her out of the bed. You don't sleep with her and let her stay. That's that acid reflux from all that barbecue you've been eating, Chad. Good luck to you on that one, Brad. <laughs> now, my secret sauce pick of the week. This is how I became the three-time Brownsville barbecue champion. I'm giving you the new the New Orleans Saints getting one and a half measly little points at home against the Rams. Now let me tell you a little something. I believe they're giving points, but uh-huh, uh-huh. Minus minus a point and a half there for the Saints at home against Look the at Texas Los Angeles Public Rams. Schools paying off finally. Let me tell you a little something about this one. You boys seen the stats? I know I, you don't really know how to do stats over there where you went to school at, Brad, but the Saints facing a team that's 8-0 or better, they've got a plus ATS record. Now, let me tell you something. You take that one and a half, you might send your kids to private school. Tell me what you think, Brad. Well, I would say that stats are for nerds, so let me throw you in a damn porta potty and give you a nice little swirly. So, I think you fucking are a nerd. And if you think Jared Goff's going to go to Bourbon Street Them's and not get words. fucked up, you are fucking nuts. Todd Gurley, girls, girlies do great in New Orleans. Have you seen them? They're all over the Bourbon Street on poles and stuff. Look for girlies to go one wild and take the top off the defense in New Orleans. Battle of the Shawns. I'll take the older Sean. I love it. Give me the one and a half. All right, so that's your uh, picks of the week. I'll give you the rundown here real quick. Uh, We have Brad on Cleveland and Chad on Kansas City going head-to-head on that one. Uh, Brad also has Atlanta uh, plus a point and a half, Green Bay plus six, Dallas on Monday night at minus six and a half, and then the Guma of the week, Buffalo plus 10 against the Chicago Bears. A real brown bagger. And then Chad Two Chins here uh, to go with his Kansas City minus eight. He also has Pittsburgh plus three against the Ravens. Uh, Houston plus one traveling to Denver. Uh, Seattle minus two against uh, Phillip Rivers and his nine kids. And New Orleans minus one and a half 
against the Rams. That's so a secret sauce pick. Yeah, that's a secret sauce pick there. So that's your week nine picks from Brad and Chad. And uh, if you want to make money, tell these boys here.